something is definitely afoot. Uh, many things are taking place. Things that are very surprising, well, maybe not surprising as much as they are disturbing. There is censorship alive and well here in the United States. Hi everyone, I'm Jamie Dury and welcome to another episode of the NPO Podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe to the show. You can do so in one of three easy ways. Well, maybe now back to only one of two easy ways. Uh, which brings us to the subject of, today, of today's show. If you want to subscribe, go to the Google Play Store or the iTunes App Store and simply search out the NPO podcast. Click subscribe and you'll be informed of new episodes being uploaded. You can leave reviews and comments, and we desperately need both in order to grow the show. In the alternative, you can go to either of those two app stores and download the free Podbean app, our hosting service. Click subscribe after you've searched for the NPO podcast on the Podbean app, and you'll get the same benefits and you'll be able to subscribe that way. You used to be able to watch it on YouTube. You may not be able to do that anymore. Podbean has a very interesting capability where you can share the uploads automatically to YouTube. What happens is YouTube creates a static image to serve as like a video, and they create a YouTube video for people to listen to for those of you who are comfortable using that platform. But the other day, I uploaded a show, an episode from the 19th, and I received the following email from YouTube. I thought you might want to be informed of this, those YouTube users out there. Hi, National Preview Online. Our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our misinformation policy. We've removed the following content from YouTube. The NPO podcast dated July 19th. Setback for transgenders, more voter fraud evidence, and time to boycott Black Rifle Coffee. That was the title of the episode. We know that this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. If content breaks our rules, we remove it. If you think we've made a mistake, you can appeal and we'll take another look. Keep reading for more details. Here's how your content violated the policy. Content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, or glitches change the outcome of the U.S. 2020 presidential election is not allowed on YouTube. Now, first of all, I didn't advance anything. What I did was report news that is being reported in major periodicals that cover these issues. That means that it's news. And since this is an opinion journalism show and reports news and discusses news items, I don't see anything wrong with that. And it tells you how this affects your channel. Uh, because it's your first time, this is just a warning. If it happens again, your channel will get a strike you won't be able to do things like upload, post, or live stream for one week. Spank, spank, spank. We want to help you stay on YouTube. I don't think so. So please, make sure you understand YouTube's community guidelines and strike basics. Review your content with our policies in mind. If after reviewing your content you think we've made a mistake, let us know. You can appeal the decision here. So, what did I do? Well, I appealed the decision, thinking that I should point out a few little things to the people at YouTube. So here's exactly what I wrote to YouTube, and see if you think um, 
it was appropriate. Let me just find it here because everything gets highlighted. One second. Okay. So they only allow you 800 characters to file this appeal. So with 800 characters, this is what I wrote to them. My podcast is hosted by podbean.com and is available in the iTunes App Store and the Google Play Store. Parentheses. Google owns YouTube. Yes. It is opinion journalism. The expressing of an opinion does not make it misinformation simply because you disagree with it. When upwards of 73 million people share an opinion, it cannot credibly be called misinformation. It is more appropriately referred to as an alternative point of view. The right to express an opinion is protected by the First Amendment, and the suppression of opinion is censorship. I fail to see how the expression of an opinion makes YouTube an unsafe space. On the contrary, when only one opinion is allowed in the public domain, you no longer have news, freedom or or opinion. You have manipulative propaganda. And that is as unsafe as you can get. Now, I thought that was a, a very good response, given that I only had... 800 characters with which to make a response. So not to be outdone, um, YouTube writes back to me saying, we have reviewed your appeal for the following content. We reviewed your content carefully and have confirmed that it violates our misinformation policy. We know this is probably disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure again that YouTube is a safe place for all. So Let's discuss this. How exactly is the expressing of an opinion making YouTube unsafe? What, does somebody jump out of the computer screen and beat you up? You mean hearing an opinion that is different than the opinion that you hold now makes it an unsafe place? I don't think so. Do you think so? I mean, a difference of opinion is what makes this a free society. It would, it's what makes society civil. When you go to a communist country or a totalitarian country, the media is all controlled by the government. There is no countervailing opinion. There is what the government says it is, and that is all. So if you can't stand at a contrary point of view, if you're that weak, like these colleges that have safe spaces, oh, I can't hear that, oh, I, I can't hear that. Why? Because it's not something you agree with? See, the stifling of counter-opinion is how academia has been pirated by leftists and now just giving kids one point of view. Everything now is related to slavery. Have you noticed this? The latest thing now I've heard being hawked is that... Um, uh, the Second Amendment was only put in the Constitution because that was the way they could enforce slavery. See, they, they've struck a chord with people. They're trying to whip the population up in, in, into, uh, into acknowledging, of course, with that which has already been acknowledged, that slavery was wrong, and we got rid of it. But they want us to make, it, make everyone believe that the United States is an evil country because we even had it. 
and therefore anything that they can attack that they don't like, that they can tie somehow to slavery, that's their way to get rid of it. The Second Amendment is because of slavery, so we got to get rid of it. Uh, the Electoral College is only put in there to maintain slavery, uh, so we got to get rid of it. But that's a complete falsehood. So if YouTube, if you're worried about misinformation, uh, let me just give you a little education. The Second Amendment wasn't put into the into the Constitution to protect slavery. So anyone who's saying that is misinformation. So when you're in out there on your misinformation uh, mission, why don't you go take some of that content down? Now, here's the part that's really interesting. YouTube is owned by Google. This show is downloadable by anyone with an Android on the Google Play Store. So why is it that the Google Play Store uh, sees fit to allow my show to be broadcast and doesn't have any problem with it? But YouTube, owned by the same company, says, oh, well, we can't put that up because YouTube has to be a safe space. So uh, I, I don't understand. Maybe some of you do. Maybe some of you can give me a little insight. Uh, it doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever to me. But something must be afoot. Someone must be fearful about something uh, because here... This is another article, the Justice Department. Now, this is news now, YouTube. I'm reporting news, so you can't say I'm reporting misinformation. Listen carefully. The Department of Justice has just warned states against violating federal law with these audits. The Department of Justice officials alerted states on July 28th that they're closely tracking the 2020 election audit taking place in Arizona and proposed audits in several other states. The new guidance document summarizes the Biden's administration's position on federal law concerning audits, deeming the round of reviews that are either complete in progress or being proposed to be unusual and exceedingly rare, while highlighting that federal law imposes constraints under which counties and states must comply. The laws cited by the DOJ include the Civil Rights Act of 1960, which mandates the retention of election records for 22 months after a federal election, and the Voting Rights Act of 65, which outlines that no person, quote, shall intimidate, threaten, or coerce, or attempt to intimidate, threaten, or coerce any person for voting or attempting to vote or intimidate, threaten, or coerce, or attempt to intimidate, threaten, or coerce any person for urging or aiding any person to vote or attempt to vote. Now, I don't know what any of that has to do with the audits. Records are being maintained, and no one is threatening anyone for voting. The voting has already taken place. But it seems as though the federal government doesn't want any audits to go forward. So any state that is concerned about problems that may have manifested themselves in their voting, that wants to make sure problems don't manifest themselves in the future and is conducting an audit, is being threatened by the Justice Department probably because they, someone is concerned that maybe if by some chance one of these audits reveals something that isn't flattering to the current administration, uh, that it's going to cause a problem. So now, this is news, YouTube. This is news. This is something that the Justice Department has announced. This is something that they're leaning on these states for. So I'm not advancing anything other than reporting what your friends in the Biden administration are saying. So I don't know how you can say anything about that.
uh, and violators uh, face up to $1,000 fines and a jail sentence for up to one year for each violation. So this thing has a little bit of teeth to it, and they're trying to threaten people and suppress uh, uh, the state's right to be autonomous in elections. I guess this came on the heat on the heels of their failing to pass H.R. Uh, 1, which would have taken all autonomy away from the states and made the elections a federal, federal issue. Now, one more thing I wanted to cover today before we closed out. This is a little bit of an, a different show. I'm just letting you know how people don't want you to hear something, how public opinion is being manipulated by big tech. Now that big tech in the way of Facebook, YouTube, and Google, has gotten everyone, or at least much of the young people whom they hope to manipulate to change the course of history in this country, uh, hooked on getting their news from their sources, Facebook. They now have decided what news they're going to print, and they're going to censor it. They're not going to let you hear both sides. They're only going to let you hear one side, because if they let you hear both sides, people might be persuaded to that point of view. So the way they just get rid of it is that they just call it misinformation and you get censorship that way. Now, something I found very interesting, these Olympics going on in Tokyo right now. Everybody is mask happy in Tokyo. Now, here's what I don't understand. I watched with um, great pride when some of the Americans took the podium after the swimming and got their gold medals. And I was noticing something last night that my wife had pointed out to me. These people are all wearing masks while they're on the podium. Now, they don't wear masks while they're competing, obviously, but they wear masks while they're on the podium, accepting their medal while the national anthem is playing. You can't tell whether they're singing, whether they're crying, you can't tell anything. But immediately after the anthem is complete. These people remove their masks, or apparently are permitted to remove their masks, hold up their medal and smile while the photographers snap pictures. So what the hell is the purpose of wearing that goddamn mask in the first place? They have to wear it during the anthem, but after that it's okay? What a crock. I'm as patriotic as the next man, and I want every American to do as well as they can possibly do in that Olympics. But I'm telling you, these Olympics have become nothing but a sham. It is so anti-American. They do everything they can to try and prejudice against the Americans. They just can't stand it when Americans do well. The Olympics is a sham, and the Olympic Committee is a sham. So when you think you have freedom in this country, you don't. Big Brother, in the way of Facebook and YouTube, looking to make sure that you only hear what they want you to hear. So they've taken a little bit of a page out of the New York Times' book, whose moniker used to be all the news that's fit to print. And now it's become all the news that we see fit to print or that we see fit to let you see. Ours is the only truth. Remember that. That's the message from YouTube, Facebook, and Big Tech. For National Preview Online, I'm Jamie Dury.